Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jerry coming to you live from Richmond, Virginia. That's right, I'm on the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I'm coming to your shithole town. I don't care where. Contact your local comedy club. Yeah, I'd love to come to your town. If you have a club in your area, contact them. People always message me and they're like, Jared, come to, you know, uh, my living room. And it's like, yeah, I'd love to go to your living room, but like, I don't know the booker. Like, I, I, they, they have to, if he, they have to hear, you know, the, the, the rumbles of the, of the, of the people, the, the ticket buyers. I can't force people's hands. So whatever town you're in, I would love to come to. I, I, I call it a shithole, but I think Richmond is actually beautiful. It's historic. I'm enjoying it. The show last night was fantastic. I'm going to be in Connecticut this weekend. Connecticut, I'm at Mohegan Suns. Come on out. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. I'm also going to be at Baltimore at Magoobies in two weeks. Um, also, this Wednesday, I'm in Connecticut at like a brewery, I think, like leading into the Mohegan Sun weekend. So go to my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Um, otherwise, um, I'm on Patreon. And I got to say, the Patreon community is really coming together. We have uh, three extra podcasts a week for five bucks a month. That's what they call a deal, people. That's, that's a, for the price of a cup of coffee. You could be joining me three times a week. I do the Luxury Lounge on Wednesdays. One more email on Fridays. That's actually, one more email is evolving. It used to be just a longer email I couldn't fit on this show. Now it's a long-ish email from Patreon subscribers. So, And I read it like we dim the lights and I'm reading it alone. There's no guests. We, it, you kind of hear the inner monologue as it's going. So, you know, you, you can hear how I come to my, my art. So, uh, and then Sundays is Coffee with J-Train. Uh, I talked about Simone Biles last week. Uh, it, it really pop culture, just stuff for my notebook that I don't really, that, that I, that venue allows me to get into. So, uh, go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed, uh, five bucks a month. And plus I give advice, personal advice. Um, I'm no expert. I'm just someone giving you an opinion from my POV on the sitch. So those are all the announcements. I'm very excited. Uh, first timer here on the show. Hilarious comic. Steph Tolev, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I was, what was it? Kaboogies? What was that one place that you said you're Magoobies. going to? It is such a wild name. Isn't that a great name? I'm obsessed. I was like, oh man, you're going to riff for 45 minutes on the name Magoobies. Uh, on Magoobies. I got, like even saying it feels good. It's satisfying. It does, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you're like, where are you going to date tonight? Magoobies. Like you have to yeah. say it like you're, like you're saying it like a bit. Oh, Magoobies. Uh, yeah. Just like I, uh, so I have another podcast and my co-host there. She like, Magoobies has come up before and she's like, she stopped the whole podcast to be like, wait a minute. I have to hear that name again. Like Magoo, she can't, she can't deal with it. So it, I agree with you. I don't know. <clears throat> I've been before. It is like, kind of like Baltimore adjacent, but it's like, it, it, it all looks Magoobies. Like everything there just feels Magoobies, you know, like I even mean, the building, it, like it has it's weird. So, so they have a lot of weird, fun, like, uh, like nice butt signs in the bathroom and stuff where you're like, I, is it one of those kind of places? <laughs> I don't remember, but I, it is weird when the comedy club like has to attack you with, this is where the funny happens. Yeah. You know, like, they, like I feel like it, 
you're you're from Canada. I feel like that's a Canadian thing where the comedy club, like you go in the bathroom and it's like, what's up, four eyes? And then like there's glasses painted <laughs> yeah, on the mirror. Like, <laughs> I'm like, just trying you? to take a shit. I, I already yeah. bought tickets. I hate yeah. that when it's like, or when like they, they do the, the opening announcements, like not even the comedian, like it's like, all right, everybody get to your seat because Fuddy's about to start. It's like, yeah, we fucking know. We're we about know. to sit down. We, we're at yeah, the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we know what's happening thing. here. Listen, everyone needs to go follow Steph. She's fantastic, hilarious. I, I we've met in person, I think once. Uh, I, it was at Gotham Comedy Club yes. a while back, and you were killing. So funny. Um, everyone, go follow at Steph Tolev on Instagram. It'll be all over my social media, and you have a new podcast, which is listen, people. When, when people come on here, they're pushing their podcast. They want you to subscribe. They want you to get involved. And I think this podcast will speak to the lot, the listeners here because they've been duly prepped for this type of um, stuff because it's stuff I talk about all the time. So I would love for you to tell the people about your podcast so that they can go subscribe right now. It's called, thank you. Also, it's called Steph Infection and it's all about weird body ailments and accidents and like Jared's going to do it soon. Um, yeah. I do like to do a hard brag. I have had a porn star on it and she talks about some pretty wild shit. And I had a contestant from Naked and Afraid on and she tells me all about like what they actually do in Naked and Afraid. Like she got burned by water. Anyways, there's a, there's a whole, it's, it's very interesting. I have interesting guests, please. So give me the, the, the so it can be anything body related. It's not anything. like everyone, like like I go on um, podcasts that are usually like weight related, like trying to like eat right and not, you know, eat when I'm drunk. Like this is just anything like, what's yes. the weirdest, like, give us one story that's come up on it that you, like, no one would expect. Well, the porn star, for example, she uh, got stabbed in the vagina and had to get completely reconstructive surgery down there. Yeah. Stabbed in the stabbed vagina? with a steak knife in the vagina. Yeah, so, like, people... What like, happened? Well, oh, that made me... That, well, that made me... Like, that literally, like, even hearing that made my penis kind of, like, revert, like, oh, go back inside away. Out. Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah. Um, A lot of the people, like, a lot of them have, like... A couple of people talk about uh, dealing with cancer and, mm. and getting over it. And like one guy ripped his nuts open. Like it's a lot of like usually pretty bigger accidents that have happened to people like mm -hmm. bigger, some smaller stuff. But um, yeah, people it's fucked because it's kind of like Dr. Pimple Popper where you don't want to watch it. But you're like, oh, I want to hear about this gross fucking shit. Absolutely. I love Pimple Popper. I'm a huge fan of that show. I can't look away from something like that. Like that is like exactly like I know exactly what you mean. Like I don't want to see this but I need to see this yes. and I need to hear about it I need to like every inch of the story I go no 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 yes 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 like I want to yeah. just hear a little bit more well that's great so it's called Steph Infection which is yes. a fantastic name and everyone should go subscribe if you're on a podcast app right now pause this right now go search it and subscribe right now because here's what happens you might not need that podcast right now you don't you don't need Steph Infection you don't need J Train you don't need me but there will be it's called the if and when you will be on a flight coming back from somewhere on a Sunday you'll have the Sunday weirds the Sunday scaries you'll be all hung over you'll be like I just need to not you listen to my own thoughts and you'll go I've listened to all the J trains I have nothing left and then you'll go oh thank God thank God I subscribed to Steph infection and I can listen to someone else's horrible life events <laughs> and, and body issues yeah and it makes people feel better because you're like, oh, fuck, at least, like, you know, everyone's going through, this has been a fucked up year, so you're going through shit and you're like, well, at least I didn't have my fucking nutsack ripped open and have to stitch it back together myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, it's <laughs> like, you know, you, it kind of makes you feel a bit better at the same time. I, I also love your videos on Instagram and I'm, I, they, they seem like they're from TikTok, but they're, the, I see them on Instagram. Just always funny. I, I feel like we would get along. We don't know each other, but I, I know. I, I feel like I, we would. That's why I like bluntly asked you to do this. I'm like, let me do your podcast. Like we literally <laughs> met like, 
you're the kind of comic like you know when you meet someone sometimes like hey whatever like we met and we were like hello like right away we're like because after sure. i saw you on stage like you murdered and i was like well now i'm friends with this man because i'm like sure you know i can tell that you're that off stage too it's not like i only talk to hilarious comics which i feel like i do most of my friends are very funny but i'm like you know you just see like, in the comedy world you meet different flavors and yeah. there are people that you see go on stage you're like yeah, it's funny, but I never want to hang out with that person ever in my entire life. It doesn't even seem like we would connect on literally anything. Like, I'd be like, hey, uh, I'm going to have a vodka soda. And they'd be like, well, I'm not drinking right now. And I'd be like, okay, we don't really have anything going yeah. on. Like, I, I there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's people that you see go on stage and you go, Oh, I get it. This is uh, the, the this will be a, a, a fruitful connection, you know. Yeah. And this is it's like, just like, yeah, yeah, somebody who I want to drink with. After. That's uh, usually what I'm like. That's somebody I want to drink with after the show. Is normally my it is a, my friends. And then you have to have a like a moment where you go, "Does that make me an alcoholic?" And you're like, "No, no, no, no. forget it. It's not a problem yet." You know, like it's well, like, it might be a problem. We're gonna I mean, listen. We're gonna ignore it until we don't have to anymore. So listen, everyone. Um, we're pumped to have Steph on at Steph Tolev on. Instagram, Steph Infections, the podcast. We're going to do some emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Is he being romantic to fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jay uh, recently met a guy out at the bar. He came and asked me uh, if he could buy me a drink, and then we hit it off, and he tagged along for a fun night of drinking and dancing with a few of my friends. For context, he's 22 and I'm 25. Didn't realize the age gap until later. At the end of the... I guess I wouldn't realize the age gap. A 22-year-old coming up to you to the bar, buying you a drink. Like, I, I, I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but like I, I just don't know. Like, 22-year-old really dudes even- are just... That's not a big age gap. Look, I'm over here. I'm right now texting a 25 year old, and I'm 36. That's an okay. age gap. That's a problem. Okay, this is yeah, this these is two know not well. these these two know the same music, so it's fine. But I'm yes, saying yes. I I could understand that. Like by the end of the night, she's going, "You're 22. Yeah, you came up to me. You bought me a drink. You tagged along with friends. You're dancing. Who's dancing? Mm-hmm. You know. So okay. how tall he is? If he was t- tall and 22, that that would you know could be that may, makes some sense. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, I then invited him to come to a rooftop barbecue party the following night. He came. We had a blast. He met the majority of my close friends, mostly guys, and made a great impression on all of them. They're typically a tough crowd, and I rarely bring dates around them. I emotionally masturbated the situation until I realized he was leaving the next day for three weeks. I assumed that was the end of it, and it would just be a random fun weekend with a stranger. Fast forward, he gets home and asks me on a date the day he gets home. We went out mm-hmm. golfing. That turned into dinner and then eventually wine and a movie at my place. Conversation was great. We had a great makeout. He stayed the night, but we didn't hook up. The night was very sensual and pretty romantic for the most part. So that brings me to my question. Is he just, is he just acting into me for the hookup or does he actually like me? Sincerely, fuckboy addicted. P.S. Couldn't decide whether. Okay, so what do we think? What do we think? What do we, uh, you guys haven't even fucked yet. Of course, he's he's in it for he's golfing, movies, dinners, he's meeting doing it friends. All. This is too much for a fuck. This guy likes you. Well, you know, it, it's interesting that like she is so far ahead of herself. Like she doesn't want to get hurt so much that she's like wine and dancing and he's good with my friends but when will this come collapsing down let me tell her right now it probably is it's not gonna end nine out of ten don't end well all of them are bad coming from an old woman i'm an old hag i've been around the block with too many blocks 
as a 36 year old single woman in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. every man is bad. Just if you're enjoying this right now, go along for the ride. No, yes. it's going to end badly. He's if he's trying to fuck you, he hasn't done it yet. I don't know. I'll tell you, I'm fucking and, on first dates nonstop and I, I need to stop. No, it must end. This sounds like <laughs> well, this is and, like a nice man meeting the and, friends. And, what? And, and it's like, well, here's the thing. Because it's important to you does not mean it's important to him. So like he went and met your friends. In what world you you're saying he made a great impression on the friends? He met my friends. It's obviously important to her because she's writing it to us. Yeah. It's not important to him. He was like, I'll meet a few dudes. Fuck yeah. And and here's the thing. If you're gonna keep doing that, what you're doing right now, if she keeps doing it, she will be let down. If you keep saying, Well, if he likes me, I like him. You're going to be fucked. It's never going to meet your expectations. It's never going to, the reality will never like match what's going on. Here's the, and so I can tell by her email that she is scared. Mm -hmm. She's like 25, 22. He's going out. He's doing all this stuff. He came back from, you know, like it's funny that she was like, and he came back from vacation and, and because he called, she's afraid. She's Mm -hmm. afraid of getting hurt. So it's okay. You're gonna accept that hurt's going to happen. Here's the only thing I can tell her. Stop worrying about what he thinks. You only do what you like. You because right now it's all about you. Be a little selfish. And you know the night was very sensual, pretty romantic for the most part. So that brings me to that question: Is he acting into me for the hookup, or does he actually like me? He doesn't even know. He is not thinking that far ahead. No, he's like, twenty-two. He's twenty-two. He's thinking of I'm having good time now. Mm-hmm. That's it. My, he's my a dick, caveman. My dick's hard now. That's what I yeah. like. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here's Steph Tolov, at Steph Tolov. Go, go, go. Go follow Steph Infection. That's the podcast. Get subscribed. Okay. Is it worth it? Go ahead. It's so interesting hearing younger women be like, oh, no, no. It's like, buddy, you're young. Just fucking, just fucking have fun. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like this. It's hard this to will, hear it. And it's hard to hear. And it's, I think also it's interesting. Like we have so many women that write in and like you're saying, I'm 36 and I'm old hag. Like you're not old. You're obviously joking. But mm-hmm. the, like I, the, like women at 22 are going, like I remember being in college and women being like, and like the senior women that I hung out with being like, we're the grandmas. Like women are old <laughs> right away. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like they, they, they've been old since 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And men will never admit to being old. They always think they're 25, no matter whether they're 22 or they're 52. Like, yeah. I, I, I remember one time saying to my dad, being like, yeah, you're an old man. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, but am, I, am I living in a dream world? What are you? <laughs> you're you're like, fucking no, old. You're fucking old. What are you, what are you yeah. talking about? And it's like, it, it's just not a guy thing because nobody reminds us that we're old. No one looks at us and goes, you know, clock ticking, tick, tick. No aunt is looking at us going, so what's going on with the girls? Like, no one is like worried about us. So mm-hmm. I think because you guys get, you have so many people that are worried about you that you're like, I have to be worried about myself. I'm 25. I got to get this going. It's like, fuck this dude. Have have a great time. Have a great time. And it's like, we're also in a very new era of, you know, a lot of women are having children much, much older. Like two of my good friends just had kids and they're 40 and their babies are fine. I'm not saying whatever, but like, sure. I feel like that pressure has is diminishing a little bit for people to get pregnant right away. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's interesting. You say that it's, it's for everybody. Like our parent, it's the reason this podcast exists. It's the reason people write in because you can't go to your parents for this advice. No, 
your parents never had to deal with like, what's it mean when he goes to Snapchat right away? You can't go to your mom with that. So people come here and they want to commiserate because there's really no like road that's been worn down by the trails that their parents walked for them. And just mm-hmm. like everything's different for technology wise, so are the times. So are like, you know, when they say 20 is the new, you know, 30 is the new 20. Like, that is very true. We're living longer than ever. We're, you know, like, we're like, the the idea of your mom or aunt schedule being the same as yours is insane. It's Thanks. just scientifically wrong. And like, and this. because of online dating now and where it's become and how it's the main source of dating, everything is backwards now. Nothing yeah. is remotely close to how it used to be or it's on, it's on, it's a whole new path right now. And, and it's more, more, more an extra. That's like, like my family's motto. What do we like? More, more, more an extra. It is the same thing with dating. Everything is more, more, more an extra. You have to deal with more pain, more regret, more mm-hmm. people, more love, more talking. It's just more. So two guys cheated on their girlfriends with me. Hey, boo, love the pod. So here's the deal. Last summer, I dated two guys casually. With one, there was no romantic connection, but really good sex. Okay. The second one, I almost started a relationship with before he fucked up. So back in February, me and the second guy hooked up. A month later, he posted on Insta with his new girlfriend. Upon further investigation, they had started dating when he and I had hooked up. All this summer, he has been reaching out to the point that I had to block him, yet he recently posted with that girlfriend again. The first guy and I hooked up back in June. Recently, I invited him to my party because we're good friends. He said his new girlfriend is not okay with us seeing each other and knowing him. I know they were at least talking whenever we last hooked up. I feel weirdly guilty. I don't know how to feel do i tell either of the girls am i a pimp let me know xoxo the other woman what do you think of this situation where you're the other woman this is a toughie this is a toughie and it's a very common situation um what's tough to you because there's i think there's two questions here i think she i well if she it sounds like she didn't know that they were with somebody when they hooked up when she hooked up sure Cause that's, that's, that's a whole other ball game. If she had known going into it, that's, I don't, I, I mean, I'm not really, I don't, I don't. It think doesn't, it, it, well, it doesn't seem like she knew she's, she's no, saying I, yeah. she's doing a lot of like backwards, you know, sorry. I listen, she's innocent in all this. Yes. I think there is something to be gained from like, Hey, why am I around guys who cheat? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. want to put the blame on her because I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, am I, you know, when she says the first guy I hooked up with back in June recently, I invited him to my party because we're good friends. I don't believe you're good friends. No, no, no. You no, know, no. like, I think like that's kind of an assessment maybe she can do, you know, where you go, how am I, who am I calling my friends? Who yeah. am I calling my good friends? Like, you know, and a lot of people, they'll, they'll do that a lot where they're like, that's my best friend. They have to like package everybody. Yeah. And it's like, I don't really buy into that. Like, I think you, I think there's a good thing where you go is this a friend or is this someone I keep along because they make me feel good and it's a little fun, a little flirty. We have to assess that. But does yes. she tell, does she tell these other women? I think, well, the, the first person seems like it wasn't a big thing, but the fact that this other guy has been reaching out to her and like up her ass and she had to block him and stuff. Yes. That I think at this point, this woman needs to know now because he just reached out again and posted on a photo. I think so. Because I've had friends who were in the situation uh, where they had been, I had one friend specifically who had been getting cheated on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Every, every province in Canada, this is Canadian, okay. every <laughs> province he got caught on Tinder being oh, on God. Tinder. 
So finally, and all these girls were like, a bunch of us were talking about it. And then like, finally, one of my close friends was like, fuck it, I'm telling her and told mm. her and ended up, he had been doing it for a while and doing it unsafely. And then coming back to Toronto and like putting her in danger because he wasn't using condoms with the other people he was sure. So I, I feel like at this point, when, if he's still fucking reaching out, which means clearly she's not the only one he's doing it to. So he's now yeah. probably fucking a bunch of other people and now putting this girl in danger. That's the issue here. It's like, it's she's probably fucking without a condom and thinking it's safe and whatever. But it's like, I don't know. I, I'm just in the, in the mindset where it's like, women have, to, we have to stand up for each other. And like, this guy's clearly a scumbag. If he's going to keep doing it and then posting yeah. me, my girl, it's like, well then, or, or go in an open relationship then. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you figure your own shit out. Figure don't make out. me a yeah. part of your yes, shit. Exactly. Don't that, that's, that's the thing where it's like, you know, it's interesting that like both of these. So the, the, you know, the, the second guy that I hooked up with a month later, he posted on Insta with his new girlfriend. The one you have to block, like they should be outed. Yes. Like if you get to the point of having to block this mm -hmm. person where you're like, please stop, please. You have a girlfriend. I'm not yeah. down for this. That mm -hmm. is something where you go, okay, this guy's obviously doing with a lot of people. I, I mean, I am one and people know this. If they listen to this show for a long time, I'm like the burning house, I'm running away from the burning house. Like, I, I don't even want to be a part of their thing. Like, I'm like, block, get rid of them, get as far away as possible. Because to me, like, someone who doesn't get it this much where they need to be blocked, they're dangerous. Yes. They're actually yes. like, they're exactly. actually like, they don't get it so much that they don't want to get it, that they actually like. They almost want to get caught at this point. Like, you're you're bluntly like, and, th and then it's, it's sick for him to. Like it's what is the word sadistic to put like or narcissistic to be like up her ass mm. and then immediately the next day being like here's me and my boo like that's fucking sick that's a yeah. sickness and then so then you go to the second guy so the block guy like i'm like you let that person know i think you let a lot of people know because like i i'm one of those people i do believe in like the community will watch over you so like yeah. I think a lot of this stuff when it's online, we keep it a secret because it's just us and our phones. But we forget, like, talk about it with people. Talk about it with friends. Hey, this mm -hmm. guy is, like, kind of harassing me. Just know, yeah. like, keep an eye out for me. The second guy, I invited him to my party because we're good friends. Well, we went over that. You're not good friends. He said his new girlfriend is not okay with us seeing each other. That is one of those things where you go, okay, Something so she, is amiss here. Yeah. So she know she either knows or he had maybe this guy had been like, hey, by the way, when we first started hooking up, I I was also talking to her. Like maybe he was honest about it with her. You don't. And, know. In that case, I would I I'm same with his new girlfriend. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to go. You just fucked this girl like two months ago. I don't want to go to this party. Totally. So no, I you. think that in that scenario, that's a run away from this person's situation and stop being in this fake friendship. Mm -hmm. Like you are not friends with him. He, his, he can't even be around you and his new significant other. That's not a friend. Yeah, what no. friend of mine doesn't want me hanging around their, their Literally. girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it is. J train. Doesn't want them to go, and also a party. It's not like a one-on-one -on -one yeah. situation. Like they, they, they don't like you that much. They don't want to be in a group of people. Like, you know, you might not even see the person. <laughs> J train podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Feather, feather, hundred percent serious question here. How do I slide into sensitive Greg Grippo's DMs? I think he may be my match. How do I get my DM to stand out and score a date? I've never done the DM slide before, and I know you're a big Bachelor fan, so any advice you would have would be great. Thanks. So she's okay. referencing... Yeah, please. I Greg, don't know the Bachelor at all. So, so I'm, I'm a fan of the Bachelor, I, as people know. <laughs> I... I 
<clears throat> this guy is the one that just left the last episode. So he's supposedly single and out there. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a huge platform now because he is he was the one of the final men and he left in a very dramatic fashion. Okay. The so this person is saying I'm going to slide into his DMs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who he is. He's yeah. just a person with a big platform, okay? Yeah. So this could be advice to anyone. Sliding into the DMs. Have you done it before? Are, are you a proponent of it? Have you ever done it with a famous person or someone with a big platform? Uh, I have. I, I, I okay, hate to admit it. it. I hate to admit it. <laughs> your here's, face here's just now was... Well, I think everyone... <laughs> your face just now was just like, I got a story. Because as I, I, as I heard, as you were saying, and I was like, fuck, I've done the same thing. So I watched this show. I don't want to say the show is because I'm a psychopath. I watched the show on Netflix and I became disgustingly obsessed with it. And I found the guy, couldn't find his Instagram. So I found him on Twitter. So I okay. DM'd him on Twitter. And the problem is he replied to me. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I guess well, he what saw What do you mean? That- you you wanted him actor. to. Yes, I wanted him to reply. But then afterwards, I Googled him and saw that he's a wife and kids. But it wasn't creepy. So I, just, I DM'd him thinking he would never reply. He DM'd me back right away being like, hey. And then I, he said, thank you so much. And then I was like, yeah, we have friends in common. So I name dropped three like British comedians. He's like, oh, my God, yes. And then at the time, I had a video link in my my uh, my Twitter account and he watched three of my web series and then was like, holy shit, you guys are so funny. You should come to Britain. I would love to see you. And I was like, <sighs> so I'm like, so that's the one time that the DM actually worked where I was like, of course he's wife and kids. And it was never, it was nothing, but it was just for him to reply. It was crazy. So, so I he was never it, creepy. He was just no, more no, no, like, no, no, no. I like nice your man. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, uh, no. And, and okay. It was more like, just like, like us, you like just friends. Totally. Like, yeah. You just said something so important that I think a lot of women who DM slide, they do it like, listen, I think a lot of women are very hard on themselves. And I see that through the emails that this podcast get. That you said, you go, I, I, I can't believe he answered. Stop. I think people need to stop not believing shit. Believe it. Like, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As, as a woman, um, yeah. it's hard because we get told, like, I'm sure all of these women are constantly being ghosted, stood up. And like, sure. Most of my DMs are people calling me fat and ugly. If you go okay. on any single one of my YouTube show videos right now, it's I'm fat, ugly. That's it. I'm not funny. I'm fat. I'm ugly. So it's like we're constantly being told. And like, there's so many apps or guys. me like, why you've known this app? You're ugly. I'm like, why would you even match with me then? Just to say it like yeah. we have we are being told so much fucked up, fucked up shit all the time about our appearance mm. and everything. So we're constantly like, we're ugly. We're fat. Like I call I literally look in the mirror every day and go, oh, you're fat, and ugly today. Like it's like it's a sickness. It's like, well, it's this. We're, it's fucking it's a total dumb. sickness. Yeah. It's sick, but it's like, I will say, I will, I will say, look, I, I've been obsessed with Tom DeLonge my whole life from Blink-22. Very embarrassing. Okay. There's years where I was like, I should be with Tom. He's the one. It's crazy to think a stranger is the one for you when you don't really know them just because you're seeing whatever online presence. Sure. I will say my tip, you know what? Shoot your shot. Why the fuck not? I would say comment on a story. This is my tip for Instagram. Watch okay. a story, comment on the story. It's got to be a funny comment. It's got to be something relatable. It's got to be something kind of okay. fun. You can't, don't creepy. Come in, come in funny, a light flirt, a light funny. Okay. I like that advice. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Here's some other things I'm going to add to it as a guy on the mm-hmm. receiving end of DMs, because first of all, don't DM with the thought of it never happening. Like, like you have to believe in yourself a little bit. Yeah. Because sometimes if you respond, they'll be like, they almost make you feel shitty for responding back to their message. 
You're like, hey, yeah, how are yeah. you? And then they're like, I never thought you would even think of the. It's like, yeah, yeah, don't say here. that. We're <laughs> here. That's you know, weird like, so then the other thing is, mm-hmm. you have to give this person all the opportunity to shock you by being a good guy. So this, and I know. Listen, nobody ever listens to this advice, but I'm saying. This guy, Greg Grippo, who was just in The Bachelor, he's a good-looking dude. He's probably getting a 1,000 DMs. But he is a man. He is a man. So he's getting... He he will try to bed one of them. It might be you. You got a message. Hey, I know this is... You have to call yourself out. I know this is crazy. I You know, if you do the funny response to the story, it only works if you have an open account. If your account is private, you are out of the DM slide game. This him? Yeah, that's him. Okay. Greg Grippo. Okay. How many followers is he at right now? 332,000. Yeah. So he's up there and he's moving up. So I would say the response to the story only works if you have an open account that he can go and check you out and and has the the same or similar liberty that you took with his account. You Mm -hmm. can't, you have to match. And I'm not saying like, listen, I'm not telling you that if you're private, you're, you should you you don't deserve love. I'm like I'm just saying if you want to be in this game, you got to play by this game's rules because mm-hmm. I will say this guy ain't responding to someone where you're not that you're not hot enough for him to see the the little miniature picture of you in the corner. No. That's not enough. He no. needs more. He needs info. So mm-hmm. you so if you're going to de- if you're going to respond to stories, you got to have a, an open account. If you're going to send a message, hey, I, I know this is crazy. I'm sure you're getting a lot of DMs. I think you're cute. I loved you on this season of The Bachelor. I loved you on this thing of the whatever. Um, let me know if you want to do a drink sometime. You have to take it from Ooh. DM world to real world or else you're going to be emotionally stuck on this forever because there are people who will just message, message, message until the end of time, until it becomes like this person wants drinks. It, 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 I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but in the in the world that you guys date and get married and you meet off of Instagram, it has to start in an appropriate way, in a way you're gonna feel good about. And you will not feel good if he's like, "Yeah, I'm out right now. Meet up." And that's not what you want. No, unless you do. But I'm just I mean, saying you have to give actionable items. Mm-hmm. That's a very good tip. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Try and eat healthy. This is the meal kit for you. Whether you're doing keto, paleo, or plant-based, they've got it. The best part is you don't need to be a whiz in the kitchen. The recipes are easy. Don't worry about getting bored. Choose from 30 new recipes every week. Cook with satisfying meals that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Every meal is designed to help you eat a more balanced diet. I love Green Chef. I made the spicy sesame shrimp. It is delicious. Here's what I love about Green Chef, okay? There are so many, I call them open tabs in our lives. There's so many, there's so few times that we can have a satisfying beginning, middle, and end. With Green Chef, you get to make it, prepare it, plate it, see if it looks like the picture. It is a, and it's all portioned right. That's, you know, you can really eat whatever you'd like. As long as the portions are correct and there's nothing harder, especially a lot of the people listening, you live alone, you live with a roommate, you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's hard to buy for two, buy for one. 
And then you end up getting too much and you end up eating too much and it's just not really what you want to do. Green Chef is going to save you time. You don't have to go to the grocery store, stand in line, haul it back home. Green Chef shows up right at your door with everything you need. If you're busy like me and you need to eat healthy, Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. I love everything about Green Chef. 30 new recipes every week. What a fantastic opportunity. Try it today. Go to greenchef.com slash jtrain100 and use code jtrain100 to get $100 off including free free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash jtrain100. One more time, use code jtrain100 and you'll get $100 off including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Oh, I love Truff. I love Truff so much. I love how they've broadened their line of items that you can get from them. I'm going to tell you right now, the pasta sauce is like something people are talking about. I have friends who are like begging me. They know they Truff sponsors the show. It's like I'm their 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 dealer. They're like, you gotta get me that pasta sauce, man. It's delicious. It I've come to call the Truff product line a dab of fab because I'm trying to stay healthy and just adding it to any of my meals takes it up a notch. I eat egg whites in the morning. Egg whites can get boring. Throw on a little bit of Truff. Oh, I'm in a different world. I use the Truff oil to cook the eggs in. And it's all, and it's all, and it just takes a meal to a different level to not to keep it from being boring. Hot sauce used to be bland before Truff came along. It was started by two college friends named Nick who disrupted the hot sauce industry with their social media skills and genius move to slip some truffles in there. They have three varieties of hot sauce. Truff flagship hot sauce, the flavor-packed black truffle hot sauce that started it all. It's got black truffles, ripe chilies, savory spices, and organic agave nectar. They have the Truff hotter hot sauce infused with extra jalapenos, red chili, and habanero if you want to take it up a notch. And premium white Truff hot sauce with the rare and decadent white truffle. Plus, they've got olive oil. That's what I cook my eggs in. It's delicious. The mayo. Take a turkey sandwich to the next level and truff pasta sauce that they can't even keep on the shelves, people. It's been named one of Oprah's favorite things for two years in a row. I am telling you right now, get the pasta sauce. It is it'll take a meal to the next level. It just takes your boring whole wheat pasta to another place. And just for my listeners, they're giving you an amazing offer. Get 15, 15, 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at truff.com. That's 15% off plus free free shipping on everything. Just shop at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F, F as in fantastic, dot com. Use promo code JTRAIN. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Steph Tolev. Go follow right now, at Steph Tolev on Instagram. Go, go, go. Steph Infection, that's the podcast. Now I'm going to read this. IRL summer or bust. Dear J Train, thank you for being the voice inside my head for dating direction. I quote you all the time to my friends and hope to one day make it to a live show. Anyways, let's get into it. I'm in my late 20s, living my best life in a small southern beach town. Literally, what could be better than spending every weekend on the boat or by beach or, or the beach, beach by noon, of course. The only issue is the dating scene here absolutely blows. I have a regular nine to five office job, whereas a lot of local jobs are a combination creative surfer, bartender with a more flexible schedule and busy hours on nights and weekends. This leads to two issues. A, it's more difficult to meet people since they're usually working while I'm off. B, 
when I do end up connecting with someone, it's hard to find time to go on actual dates since our schedules are so opposite. Because of this, my quote-unquote relationships seem to fizzle out after a few months. To add to the difficulties, the inventory of single men is majorly limited, with the median age here well over 60 years old. So she's like in a retirement beach community. All of my close friends are in relationships, and at this point, I've told everyone, even my boss, that I'm looking to date in the hopes of being set up with someone local Mm. I somehow haven't met. I have a hard time connecting with guys on the apps, and I typically match with tourists who aren't interested in anything serious. Ideally, I'd like to meet someone IRL, but where else do I look? Am I going to have to move towns to find someone? I don't want to sound overly dramatic, but I could really use an outside perspective to steer me in the right direction. P.S. I have an extremely monotone voice, just like Shelby's. That's our producer, and I love his cameos on the show. Well, Shelby couldn't make it today. We could be soulmates, except I'm not a cat person. I I'd love a celeb lookalike. Well, Shelby isn't here. And, um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not so Shelby. I'm looking at pictures of her. She's av- And I sent it along to you and Shelby because we were going to do a, a, a lookalike, but he okay. wasn't here. She's gorgeous. Oh, she's gorgeous. And she's 20? Late she's 20s. Late 20s. Okay, first of all, she's a fucking babe, and I'm jealous of her face and body. Um, second of all... <laughs> <laughs> second Same. of all... Okay. Here's what do you so and I can understand just looking at her pictures why she's gonna get like these tourists coming in, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, sailors coming off the boat looking, you know, for a hot one night, and she just doesn't want that. She wants, I, I and but go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. What do you think? No, I, I'm like I'm at a point right now. I feel like I'm relating to all these women, so I feel like I, I definitely can connect with this woman. Um, because living in Los Angeles is the same thing. A lot of men are visitors or they're mm-hmm. here for the weekend or whatever the fuck they are vacationing here. And so I was saying my friend and I uh, started doing this thing where we we started calling it boyfriend night, which sounds really pathetic and sad. But what we would do is we would try to go to different restaurants or different bars or like Google like different things like a museum, just trying to do anything in person to avoid yeah. the apps. Like any kind of, or like a lot of, there's a few single women right now in LA. We're trying to discuss doing a single meetup where you have okay. to be single to get into this bar. It sounds so, it sounds like so also pre or it sounds like, what is this from 1981? But like, no, it's the apps aren't working. So there's gotta be other options out there. It's also, and, and here's the other thing that I'll say to this person. I, I you have to stop saying everyone I know is married. You have to yeah. stop saying that. You, 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 you that is just not getting you anywhere. No, I would say to this person, someone from out of town isn't the worst thing that could happen in the world. But I think someone from out of town you're meeting from an app is. Mm-hmm. So I think for this person, you're in a beachside town. There's people. I think you have to open up yourself to. Okay, it might be someone from out of town, but you have to be open to someone saying hello to you. You yes. have to so, someone buying you a drink. If they're if they're from out of town, you can't because the worst thing in the world you can do. Guy comes up to you at a bar and is like, "Hey, um, wh- where are you guys from? What's going on?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm from, I'm from you know Minneapolis." And you go, <sighs> like you like if you're if if the air is out of your sails, then you're yeah. like you're not really doing it. And I understand that you're. You're, you're tired of these out-of-town people, but like you got to up the numbers here because we need mm-hmm. options. We need, and, and honestly, the people that are out at night are the out-of-town people. So to this person, 
it can happen that way. You know, but I think what a lot of women need to do is treat like guys a little bit like dogs. You know, you got to treat them where you just kind of laugh at how stupid they are. Like, yeah, the guy from Minneapolis that's at your beach side down, he wants to fuck you that night. I mean, like, like get over it. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, like, it. It's just like, yeah, he's going to buy you the drinks because he wants to fuck you. And then here's the thing. You don't fuck him. You don't. And you say to him, I want to go on dates. I want to be in a relationship. I'm having fun with you. And you got to take me seriously in whatever sense serious can be taken considering this. Di- I'm not saying get ahead of yourself to like you're going to have a long distance relationship. But like, yeah, maybe he maybe he gets a little too attached to you. Maybe he does go. Shit, I've never met someone like this. You you know, you have to open yourself up to this person kind of surprising you. So this all goes back to, though, she's got to go out with her friends. What you're saying is so right. The only way this is going to happen, you got to be out there. You got to be out with friends. I think she I think having boyfriend night is the best idea that you could ever give this person. And try like other things you haven't done. Like I, I, I joined like. A, a, a softball team or something like try I'm not saying do that but like try something you haven't done before maybe there's like a different realm of guys you're not opening yourself up to also I, go out with their married friends to be happy alone can't well, we do that? <laughs> <laughs> well you can learn that too but your married friends go out with them let's do let's do the you know do the double date where you have a chair just waiting like Elijah you know like it's like like you just have an empty chair on that double date that will be filled by someone but go out with your married friends go have fun with them go you you have to forward motion is really the key so it's like for you go out with your friends go be out be available to mm-hmm. even the guys that are out of town. But again, get off the dating apps. I think that's a good idea for this person. They don't yeah. seem to like them. I they're get not it. Good. They're, not, they're a waste of time. They're not good, especially like, yeah. yeah. But just, it also serves to a man's laziness. Men are just lazy. And that if they're on vacation in the seaside town, they're swiping every time they're on the toilet mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. they're like, maybe I can get a quick fix out of this. Whatever that fix might be, just someone yeah. I'm texting, someone I'm just interacting with. Mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Steph Tolev, at Steph Tolev. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Suspicious sweetheart. Okay, mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. Big fan of the pod, listening for years, always talking to my friends about it. So I'm in a serious relationship almost three years. My boyfriend is a very fun, always life of the party kind of guy. It's one of the things I love about him. He always had a close, a lot of close friends, including women. For example, he'll go to a boozy lunch alone with a female coworker or now uh, for working from home, Slack message them all day and text at night. On a night out with our friends, he'll spend the, mo- uh, the whole time cracking up with one of the other girls. I guess my point is there hasn't been one relationship throughout that I felt particularly threatened by. It's just that he always seems to fall into those close, easy relationships with women. I know this this was his personality before we started dating, and it's just been kind of hard for me to grasp because that is not so not me. I have never really had close platonic straight guy friends. I would really text frequently or hang out with one-on-one. I don't think my boyfriend would actually cheat on me with these people, but sometimes I can't help but feel jealous of the emotional connections he has with them. Plus, I always wonder if these women are all thinking, wow, this lady's boyfriend really wants to fuck me. My question is, what degree of jealousy is normal or healthy in a relationship would others feel the same way about this situation maybe this is a subject to bring up in therapy but regardless i would really love your perspectives honest opinions what do you think 
Well, I think it is very healthy to talk about in therapy for sure. Definitely do that. Yeah. I also think, I, I mean, I, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm <coughs> one of those girls for her. Like a lot of, I have most mm. of my friends are guys and like, if you read the text messages, you would most certainly not be worried. It's like so horrifically, it's just us making fun of like somebody else or me being a gross piece of shit. So I think, I mean, if but you also trust that's a very, him, com- that's a very comedian thing too. Like we have a yeah. lot, I think comics in general have a lot of friends of, of the opposite gender just because we're in a world where there's just a lot of people talking shit and hanging out, you know? Yeah. I think there is a level uh, there is, you can be, I think it's a healthy level of jealousy until it starts overcoming and making you crazy. And you start really thinking that he's doing something that that becomes a problem. But I think, you know, I think it is kind of a normal amount of jealousy to be like, Oh yeah, you're, if he's, especially if you're out with him and he's like up some girl's ass, I'd be like, hello, like that might be a bit more. Yeah. I think it's totally normal. I can't tell this person how to feel like, of course you're Mm -hmm. a little jealous, but I think it's like, I think the one thing to like, keep in mind, like, you know, it's like, um, you know, we kind of have to practice like with, I, I think I kind of believe in like when I have like with insecurities and things that I'm dealing with, like, let's try and create a method that can get me to get in touch with how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is like, you know, are you like you said, like if you're out at night and you feel lonely while he's yucking it up with another yeah. woman. That's not jealousy. That's you feeling unattended to as a girlfriend. Yeah. If at night his phone goes off and he gets all startled like a cat uh, because he's nervous about you seeing it, that's not you getting jealous of other women. That's you being feeling like he is lying to you. Yeah, that, so, that's a problem these are all issues but it doesn't sound like she's having them but it's like okay if you're not having these issues then yeah it's there's i i would say to you okay let's check in okay i'm i'm maybe i'm worrying about something that's not really there you know what i mean mm-hmm. like oh i feel loved i feel encouraged i feel great when i'm around them i like these girlfriends i would also say are you getting to know these girls too? Like, does he bring you in? Like, if all these things are happening, then yeah, you got to like go to therapy. You got to talk about your confidence levels. Like, those are things to like, you know, work on. But maybe checking in and going, I feel loved. I feel good. I don't feel lonely. I feel attended to. Oh, okay. It's nothing. Maybe that will assure you because you've checked all the boxes, you know? Yeah. And I definitely don't think the other women are thinking, oh, wow, this guy wants to fuck me. That doesn't seem like it. It seems like they're just like no. buddies and like, doesn't seem like that's the vibe. No, not at all. And and I think a big part of it is not being hidden. You know, like, it's like, you know, all of my, any woman that I'm with knows other comics that I've hung out with and could be brought around them and it wouldn't be like I'd be like shoving her off yeah, you know yeah. in a closet every time they showed up <laughs> yeah. you know like it just yeah. there it's so I think when you check in with these things and you go oh so it's none of I I don't feel badly now you can go okay it's not even something I should be thinking about yeah Train podcast at gmail.com Train podcast at gmail.com we'll do one more then we'll do the screenshot email how's that sound stuff sure and we're hoping this all works because we got cut out for a second for those listening at home. Um, am I an idiot? <laughs> See, the court, the is, courtyard Marriott doesn't have the best internet, I guess. I, <laughs> God damn it. Am I, well, this one's called Am I an Idiot? This is, this is the theme, women being hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared, would love a guy's perspective on this. I will try to keep it concise. Uh, she tried. 
<clears throat> about two years ago, I reconnected with a guy I went to high school with. We weren't friends back then, but I knew him from mutual extracurriculars and small town shit, etc. We matched on Tinder and just started talking, uh, catching up, etc. We went on two to three dates, then hooked up. After we slept together, I texted him to hang out again, and he said he was busy, but never offered an alternative day, and then we never really spoke again. I took that as a sign that he was not interested. It hurt, but we moved on. Flash forward to last week, two years later. He randomly started replying to my Snapchat stories and mentioned that he moved to the city I live in and wants to meet up. I said yes, figured why not. We made plans for the following week. I was super excited to go on a date and not have someone just ask me to go over to their apartment. See, mm -hmm. just like you're saying, yeah. this is like what's going on. Out of there. I, I figured this meant he was interested in pursuing a more serious side of things as opposed to a hookup. The day of the planned date rolled around and he texted me in the morning saying that he had to work late and needed to reschedule. I was super bummed because I had started to get really excited about reconnecting with him. I said, yeah, no problem. Let me know when you're free. He has yet to suggest another day. I'm super bummed because I'm really interested in getting to know this guy a bit more and seeing where things go. But it seems like I might be just an afterthought for him. My question for you is, am I an idiot for giving this guy a chance? Is he uh, just a bad planner? Do you, I suggest another date? I do not want to come across is desperate since this is now the second time he wasn't available and didn't offer a solution but why did he reach out then I did not try to rekindle this at all it was entirely him I would love to hear your thoughts on whether or not this is something worth pursuing or if I should just cut my losses what do you think well as a woman not a man I know she wants mm. a man's opinion but um, he can go straight to inside my asshole this guy can go fucking <laughs> fuck him all the way Fuck him. Fuck. You're not an idiot. Fuck him. Not Do not idiot. give this man a yeah. second more of your fucking time. He's a piece of fucking shit. I, there was sure. this TikTok video and I wish I, I saved it. It was a woman being like, if they're not even attempting to ask you a question, this guy clearly did it because he was either, you know, probably bored or whatever, wanted a little bit of attention. No, fuck this guy. He's not worth your fucking time. You've given him way too much of your time as it is. You're a good mm -hmm. person. You're not an idiot. You're a nice person to even give him as many chances, but fuck him. That's it. You're not even like, if a guy doesn't immediately ask me, like if I start talking to a guy in Bumble and in the first like three comments, he doesn't ask me a single question. I'm a stand-up mm -hmm. comedian. You'd think you have a question about comedy. If they ask me nothing, I unmatch them. It, it's, it's not interested. You yeah. have to have a man who's interested in you and what you want to do. Like he would have made another date. <laughs> I, I hate I'm with man. you. I hate Steph. him so badly. I, I hate him. Here's why he's more hateable. I'll give you other reasons to hate him. And I, I'm going to say, let me start with, she's not an idiot. No, she's excited. She's excited. And he operates in really a, dis, in a really bad way. I don't, I don't think he's doing this on purpose, but I know what he's doing. So I, uh, he's doing certain things on purpose, but what I'm about to say, I don't think he is knowingly doing. He is lazy. He is absolutely lazy. You are someone who has said yes before. So that's why he's coming back to you. There is really no rejection that happens with the person that rejects you after you've been with them. You know, the second time around, if you reject him, it's because, Oh, it didn't work out the first time. You know, it's not because you were unattracted to him. So you're an easy place to go to. That's why he comes back to you. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the idea of giving him a second chance, I would say no. Because here's what happened. Two years ago, I reconnected with a guy I went to high school with. We weren't friends back then, but I knew him from mutual extracurriculars and small town shit. We matched on Tinder. So here's what he did. He went on. A, here's what these dating apps do. 
they give you a thought in someone else's brain. So he knew that you were attracted enough to him to swipe right on him. Then he got to use the familiarity of your old street names, the high school, the extracurricular, the small town shit to make him feel like a safe place to go to. Mm -hmm. Then you fuck him and he disappears. Okay. Okay. Without all the hometown shit, fuck you and disappear. I go, yeah, that happens. It wasn't a connection. It happened quick. With the hometown shit, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. To disappear mm-hmm. and, and, and then to randomly re, reappear mm-hmm. by using the same method he used before. He hasn't learned anything. He hasn't become a different person. The method he uses to talk to you on Snapchat and respond to stories and act like you're someone that he's known for years. So this is why you, and I'm not saying you're a weak person that I don't think you're an idiot at all, but this is, but he's using a tactic that you're falling for again. You're falling for this familiar and you're getting excited. I get it. She wrote that she's bummed like three times. I get it. You're going to go on a real date. This is someone that you've connected with before that you feel safe around that you have a hometown with, but that's what he's using. Mm -hmm to get to you and he's using that to be able to get to you and you're like well why would he cancel and, and re he he's lonely too he wants to get texts from a woman that he knows is attracted to him this is all for him does this all make sense yes and i have a very relatable thing also he's a fucking idiot i matched with a guy <laughs> from my high school who i was friends with not like super close but friends he got very attractive we had matched a couple times every time i go back to toronto we end up matching it on tinder and then the mm-hmm. last time i was home we started texting and he's like, I was like, you know, my parents aren't home. <laughs> my parents aren't home. Come over. He's like, okay, I'll come over Thursday. What time? I'm like six is good. Thursday, six rolls around. He doesn't show up. No text, nothing. I get fucking pissed. I sure. send him text like, I like go fuck yourself, buddy. That's so fucking pathetic. I see him in line a week later with my mother outside the liquor store in Toronto. I see this motherfucker and I walk right up. I go, well, 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 look who it fucking is. My mom's like, what? Come I go, on. And I, like, look at my mom, the, give me a second finger. She's like, he's like, oh, I go, you're a fucking loser, huh? I go, you fucking make a plan and just don't fucking, I'm like, go fuck yourself. I was so, my mom was like, what is going on right now? He ran in the liquor store, got something and ran out before I could even get in. It was psychotic. <laughs> and I was like, so fucking happy. And I'm like, but guess what? It's my fault. Like we had mash before we didn't meet up and I tried it again. You you think in your head that they're they're not this shitty, but they are. You, you try to give, and, and that's the thing, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, being like, oh yeah, maybe he, he's changed. Maybe he does want to, no, they don't. He, he's gross and he's a pig and he should go jerk off into his fucking flesh leg. That's all he's ever going to fucking get. And I hate this man. Well, the, the, well that's the thing. <laughs> I love that story because it's like every woman's dream to have that moment with the person that wouldn't show up and it oh. probably felt great. But here, here's the other thing about that guy is like, he's getting away with what he's been let to get away with over time. So it becomes, you know, you match, you rematch, you match, you rematch, you say hi to the stories. This is why I'm such a big proponent of breakups, like breakups for everything. I think a lot of people don't believe they deserve a breakup. You deserve to, you could, you, I think people should break up with Tinder matches that they've been talking to for a month, but never seen because now like, but now that guy from home, the next time he wants to match with you on Tinder, He's gonna no, think twice. No. And no, also swipe left. I, I will never no fuck him. I fucking blocked him on my Instagram. Fuck you. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Figs. Figs celebrates amazing healthcare professionals by making scrubs they actually feel excited about wearing. Forget boxy, itchy cotton scrubs. Figs are engineered with athletic apparel functionality. And they're ridiculously soft and comfortable. Win win win. I'm gonna tell you right now. I get so many messages from healthcare professionals about figs. So that just thanking me for giving them a, you know, some free money here. But I will tell you this, that that should tell you one thing. 
it's a great gift. If you have someone in your life that works in the healthcare profession, they're gonna love these because when you look good, you feel good, you work good. And I'm telling you right now, these look great, they fit great. It's like when you go to the gym and you wear like nice gym clothes. You're like more excited to work out. Same thing with, you know, scrubs. I would imagine if you're going into work and you're wearing kind of the old scrubs that you you know, you've had for years, it's not really an exciting day. Get some figs in the rotation. Figs has finally brought scrubs in the 21st century with the focus on design, function, and comfort. They use proprietary fabric called Fion X that is stretchy, moisture-wicking, and anti-wrinkle. And they weave in Silvader, an antimicrobial technology that inhibits odor-producing microbes and increases durability. Figs will get you through a double shift in comfort and style. Figs comes with zillions of pockets. Some of their styles include over 10 pockets. And you can mix and match any of their scrubs for a quick wardrobe refresh. People, this is a no-brainer if you work in the healthcare profession, but if you know someone in your life, what a great gift, what an opportunity. So if you're one of the awesome humans who work in healthcare, Figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order with code JTRAIN15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone that is with the best scrubs in the world because Figs will give you 15% off too. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com. Enter code JTRAIN15 at checkout. Love your scrubs. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Steph Tolov. Steph, this has been fantastic. You ready to do one more? I am. Yeah. Let's do this screenshot. I sent it to you before. Okay. okay. This is a long one. This person really went above and beyond. Um, they sent a, a word document. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So let's open up the word document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. has a lot so here. she has three different scenarios with guys. Okay. So let me read the uh, the email. Oh you ready? I did ask for screenshot emails, so this is her stepping up. So, I, And I do need the screenshot emails, people. If you got them, send them in, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Okay, you ready? Dearest Jared and guest, thank you so much for keeping me pleasantly distracted these past few years. You recently called out for more screenshots, and I'm here to deliver. Hopefully, it's not overboard, but I picked out three short text threads from three separate guys who hit me up months after they ghosted slash rejected me. Is it wrong that... One, I don't accept their excuses. And two, I want to be a little mean about it. As background, I'm a 32-year-old doctor, moved to a major university college town last year for fellowship. I turned to the apps to find people to go out with since the social scene was dismal thanks to COVID. Plus, I wanted a boy toy, i.e. a guy I can regularly invite over slash go out with whenever my schedule allows. Well, I'll start... I don't mean to like rain on the parade here, but you're looking for a boy toy and then it's, I want to invite them over to go out with whenever my schedule allows. So like, it's a little, that's, that's more relationship than boy toy. Okay. It's to, you know, to a lot of guys out there. I understand what she's saying. No, to me, I took it as like, she just wants a fuck buddy. But I'm saying a fuck buddy might disappear on you. I'm saying like yeah. a fuck buddy to you and fuck buddy to me might have two different definitions. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, her saying, yeah, I just want someone to show up anytime I, my schedule allows. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, maybe his schedule won't allow, but, but let's keep going. Unfortunately, yeah. the number of attractive, educated women far outweighs the number of mediocre, educated men. So guys become accustomed to treating women who are way out of their league like shit because of this glut. Again, that is a lot of commentary 
on this. And I, listen, I don't disagree hey, I'm, with I'm her. I'm on board I'm, with everything she's saying right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% sure. with this. Listen, this may be right, but this is when taking it personal that you hooked up with a guy that you thought was below you, you know, got the best doc- of you. She's a fucking doctor. Of course they're below her. Are you insane she's- with these fucking schmucks that work at fucking Wild Wing? These are fucking losers. <laughs> I the agree with the you. Fucking dick. She's fucking I- doing surgeries. I agree with you, but if you convince yourself into Buffalo Wild Wings guy, you gotta... <laughs> You kind of have to live with Buffalo Wild. Okay, so here are three different scenarios where guys reached out to me after the college girls left. The first guy, after the college, oh, so I guess in the college town, she's saying they they reach out. So school ends, these guys reemerge. That's hilarious. Okay. Okay. The first guy is a 26-year-old who works at Google. Okay. Our Mm -hmm. first, that's not Buffalo Wild Wings. Our first date in October lasted hours and he spent most of the time telling me he, telling me help. He just got promoted. Lasted hours and he spent most of the time telling me help. He just got promoted and making so much money for doing so little work. I thought, yes, perfect boy toy material. It lasted for a couple weeks and then he stopped responding to my texts. So I did the nice to meet you and he eventually excused himself saying he was leaving town to deal with family stuff. I saw him on Bumble in January and called him out, which I regret because it could be construed as quote unquote crazy, but whatever. Then uh, this may this may he reached out as if he's on some apology tour and it was very confusing. So I'll be him, you be her. You ready? Mm-hmm. Apologies on the delay. The past couple of days has been pretty hectic. I'm actually heading out sooner than expected and I'm not 100% sure when I'm coming back yet. I assume so. You still down to hang out Tuesday? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. I'm sorry this is a bad time with everything going on. It was nice meeting you too. I'm sorry this is a bad time with everything going on. Yeah. Uh, have a good time with your fam. Hit me up when you're down to clown again. Oh no, I missed your call. Did you mean to call? Ouch. Back in town, I see, with a screenshot of him on, on him <laughs> Um. Hey, and then he reaches back out in May. So that was from... That was January, 20. That was January that she called him out with the screenshot. Then May. Hey, I know it's been a while. I just wanted to reach out and let you know I was dealing with a ton of anxiety earlier this year and everything being up in the air life-wise. <laughs> sorry, this is so funny. Hey there, so sorry. Who is this? <laughs> I feel bad. And then he, he keeps going. He pushes through. I feel bad for how it may have came off and wanted to apologize. It's blank. We hung out a few times earlier this year. Hope everything is well. Oh. Smiley face. Oh, yeah. That wasn't cool. Glad you're apologizing. Anxiety is pretty new to me and didn't really know how to deal with it. Not an excuse. But just wanted to let you know that it was a personal problem and I should have dealt with it better. Apologies again. How are you doing now? I'm much better anxiety-wise. Haven't had a panic attack in a hot minute, but I'm still kind of up in the air in terms of moving and everything. They're they've given pretty poor guidance at work. Thanks for asking. How have you been? So you're having job changes. It's been a tough year. We're working my ass off. We'll get better in the summer, though. Yeah, they may or may uh, not let us transfer locations while staying in the same role. They're announcing more details in June, and you could say that again. I can. You can say that again. You can say that again. You can say that. I can't imagine how tough it is. It's been. I like the optimism. I think everything will hopefully start to normalize soon. The kind of stress, uh, life changing experience and rigor rigor of what you do is something I can't imagine most people being able to handle. 
Okay, so what do we think? She gives two more scenarios. Well, let's start with this one. What do you think of this scenario? Uh, I don't think she's in the wrong at all. I would have unmatched the man. I would have taken his number off my phone. I would have done the exact same thing. Also, she. I think she could have been... I mean, it's very nice he apologized. Do I believe him? Not not, not, not exactly. Probably not. I, I, I don't trust any men anymore because I've been fucked so many fucking times that this is these are all red flags I've seen before. Mm. Uh, I think she had every right to behave in this way. It's fucked up to be you know, talking to someone nonstop and then, and then a three month, four month delay, five month delay. Like buddy guys need to start fucking just being honest. If you don't want to see somebody like I had a date maybe two months ago. It wasn't mm. good, but it wasn't a very good date. I get home. Nothing happens. Next day he sends me a text. Hey, I didn't really feel a connection, but I wanted you to know that it was nice meeting you. Thanks for coming out. Sure. This needs to happen more on both but sides. That's, a, that's the power of breakups. Sides. Breakups, it needs that. Well, but this not even break up. Like, it's just to avoid ghosting in general, to make somebody feel like a fucking human being. Hey, but sorry. Even, but even avoiding calling it a breakup is the problem. Like, yeah. I, 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 and I don't mean to disagree with you. I'm just, my, my point there is like, he, he's, you're breaking up with each other. I'm not, there's no, the, it, no one's wrong in that. No one should be hurt. It's, it's, no. it's, hey, we are breaking up. Like, to, it's okay to call it that. I think that's the problem. And let me kind of to the emailer. Here's my problem with her. She, he gets in this whole apology. She calls him out. Fine. You're going to call someone out. I get it. Um, he comes in with the apology tour in May. She asks, how are you doing now? Like, you don't have to do that. You no, can end it yeah. there. Yeah. So, so I'm saying if you're going to offer retribution, you have to offer it fully. Mm -hmm. If you're going to offer retribution while still being annoyed at someone, why are you playing this game? Why are you wasting your own time? I understand. We, you know, and she's saying, I'm looking for a boy toy. Oh, he's a perfect boy toy. And it's like, you have to understand you're swimming in the shark infested waters where your version of boy toy not, might not match their version of boy toy. When you say, mm -hmm. you know, like let's, you know, it starts as, um, you know, like I assumed you're still down to hang out today. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Nice meeting you. Like even to say nice meeting you, you should dump them then if you feel left unfulfilled by them. Mm -hmm. When you say in, in the beginning, I assumed you still down to hang out today. Then she has to do never mind nice meeting you. He's going to always be just nice enough because to him casual is different than to you and that's okay. But she should have ended it there. She should instead of never mind no, 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 don't worry about it. Hey, I've actually rethought things. This isn't the situation I'm looking for. It was a pleasure to meet you. I'm going to end it with you. That that's mm -hmm. the way to go. And then um, what I would do is block I block the number. So you never have you to block. see or hear of this person again for the rest of your life. Yeah. But right now she's playing this kind of game with herself and she thinks she's mm -hmm. playing with him, but he's not even playing the game. He's sitting there friendly Freddy. Hey, how you been? Just wanted to apologize. I'm dealing with anxiety. You know, yeah. it's like, let's go to the next one. This next guy, I mean, we're going down like memory lane with this girl. This next guy is a 28-year-old B school student who was super into me. I think it was mostly because he got off of the fact that I was a doctor. Okay, good. The conversation and sex were decent, but he stressed out about everything, which led to, to muscle tension. After we finally had sex, he whined about his aches, muscles like an old man, and then later wrote me this long message at which I rolled my eyes because he made it seem like I wanted a relationship, which I never conveyed, as I was always trying to give off the impression that I just wanted to go out and hook up. So when he reached out to me two months later, I just ignored it. Fair? So I'll be him. You ready? Okay. 
I've been trying to get my body in order the last few days and it's just not responding. That and my depression flaring up as well as may, may make me think I just need to focus on myself right now and that the timing for us isn't great. I feel bad about it, but I think you are great and deserve someone who is properly invested in a relationship which I am not capable of right now. Ah, George, don't get, oh, serious his name. <laughs> Odd blank, don't get down on yourself. It's all good, hugs. And then he reaches out months later. Hey, how you been the last month? <laughs> okay what do you i mean this is all fair i think it sucks that like you have sex and then he's like oh my aching body yeah, like, that's that shitty. seems that seems stupid i mean I, I also she clearly doesn't want a relationship i don't know what at no point does she say she wants a relationship well i think i think the the other thing of like here's my feedback to that is like if you don't want to he doesn't want your level of relationship he's saying relationship but like i think we also have to admit to even your version of casual, he is turning down. Is yeah, he's yeah, saying yeah, I yeah. can't do that? So I understand it, but I also think it's shitty to be like, ah, oh, my elbow, my tennis elbow's yeah, acting you, up. <laughs> you don't need to just just be like. Here's the thing: you can just say something so easy. Hey, it's not working for me right now. Like w- women can take it. We have yeah. tough fucking skin. Just be like, hey, sorry, this is not what I had in mind. Uh, good luck out there. Like, that's it. You don't have to make this whole fucking rigmarole, depression. Yeah. No one cares. Shut up. It's okay. We don't know each other enough to care. Yeah, we've fucked so let's, once. Let's do the last one. Uh, 24-year-old grad student who messaged flirting with me nonstop for weeks. He was super attractive but didn't have much depth, so I took him back to mine after our first date. We had an excellent makeout session, but then I never heard from him until months later. I thought he went about this the most disrespectfully, so I snapped back with some snark. Not my best look, but I don't regret it. Okay, so I'll be him. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, Gretchen, it's Jamie. I was wondering if I could schedule a physical. A f- oh, that's crazy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. The fucking balls on oh, this fucking this guy. Ha. <laughs> huh. Hi there. Jamie who? Remind me how we know each other. Nice. I like that. I'm sure you remember me. We met. We went on that one hinge date. Then I fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. What's up with that? Long story short, school got very intense for a while, but the semester just ended. Ah, spring break. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I hate this man. Interesting. I assumed you were reaching out because of all the all the undergrad girls are gone. Would it make a difference to you? Smirky face emoji. And then she doesn't answer. He writes, I guess it would. Awkward face. Not really. You're boring. (laughs) And then he writes, ouch. Yeah. And she writes, is it wrong that I absolutely do not accept any excuses regarding school? No. uh, Busy schedule slash stress. I am a fucking doctor and bust my ass 60 to 100 hours a week and can make time for others. Is it fair that I poo-poo guys' excuses when they claim they were too busy slash stressed with their soft science grad school or easy tech job? I know the solution for this is to find guys off the apps who aren't deluded by this paradox of choice. Anyways, I appreciate you. Thank you for your hilarity. What do you think? I think she I think she needs to go for older men. First of all, these children yeah. are stupid and it's not it's not working out. They seem dumb. Young guys are stupid. They all like they're not going to give you what you want, especially you seem like a very mature person. I think it's a fucking waste of your time. Get off the apps or find somebody older because this these guys I, are fucking stupid. I do not. I, I can do. I condone everything she does, though. All this shit. I am like, I want to send her some ice cream shots. Like I, I have been way, way fucking worse to guys like <laughs> horrifically I, mean. I, 
you could say whatever you want. I, I like listen. I have. I think not really. You're boring. That's fine. I just like you have to admit that you're wasting your own time. I think the biggest problem she has, and and she's emailing in. That's why I'm even giving her this response. She could do whatever she wants. I agree with her. You can't set the bar low and then get mad at people that they can't get over your low bar. Mm-hmm. You you're gonna if you set a bar low, you're gonna get low dudes. Mm-hmm. And this guy who writes, I'm ready for my physical, you know, that's because you were like he was boring and he's younger and he, you know, he's in school and you think low of him. Mm-hmm. So of course he's gonna come in with I'm ready for my physical. Uh yo, would it matter to you that the guy like she even writes with a winky face, you know, all the other gra- undergrads are gone. You're being flirty, so he's trying to come back with your low bar that you have set. So mm-hmm. I don't think she's wrong for setting the low bar. She wants to hook up. Good for her. You can wa- you you can't have both. You can't get mad at the low bar that they won't go over because no matter where you set a bar, you're going to find a guy who won't get over it. If it's a high bar, if it's a low bar, but you're in low bar waters, so you have to expect low bar responses and shitty stress and whatever they're writing to you because these are the waters you swim in. So, Mm -hmm. and again, she can't, I don't want to sound, I hope I don't sound like I'm like being mean to her because I don't I I think I understand where the frustration comes from Mm -hmm. but she has set herself up for this frustration I think I 24 I don't know what to tell you that's like I have a fuck boy not fuck boy a fuck buddy we'll call him and he's 40 and it's much much it's respectful and we are very open and we we know what we're doing and it's very like we plan things we're being safe with COVID like everything is like we both got tag. Everything is like very organized and nice. And it's like, yeah, I haven't had that with anyone younger. I mean, not yeah, nice, but like, you know, what I mean, like I haven't. It's, that doesn't happen with younger guys. Younger guys. Are stupid. But that that's the thing when you get older and you deal with older people, you go, here's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Can you do it or can you not? Yeah, exactly. Because I think I think older people also don't want to deal with like the stress of wasting someone's life away because yes. they they understand. You just know time at a certain age. Time mm-hmm. is more real to you. Yeah. Train podcast at gmail.com. Steph Tolev, this was fantantastic. Thank Thanks you for having me. I have so many opinions and I, you know, I, I've been through a lot. I know Listen, these, any of what these guys are going through. I think you are fantastic. I think everyone's going to love you and I think everyone needs to follow you at Steph Tolev on Instagram. Uh, Steph Infection. That's the podcast. Get subscribed. Uh, we are here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>